You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 1216. A personal financial statement is basically a measurement of your net worth, okay? How much you're worth. And so my goal for you is to do this on a weekly basis. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. The one document you need to gain your freedom. That's the topic of today's show. This is Todd Toback and welcome. You know, when I first started podcasting, that was actually my tagline. And I think it's so easy to forget why we get involved in this business. Now, if you are a brand new listener, this podcast is all about making big, fat, juicy checks, wholesaling real estate. Now, I do talk about holding rental property and commercial real estate, but the vast majority of my podcast, at least to date, has been about wholesaling single-family homes for big, fat, juicy profits, both to cash buyers and now to retail buyers. But I think it's really important to really focus and say, why are we doing this, right? Why do we go out every single day and market for motivated sellers? Why do we go out there and then try to convert those into contracts? And then why do we try to sell them for maximum profit, right? To gain more money? Well, no, really. What we're after is more time and more freedom, right? To be able to spend the money and do the things that we like to do with who we like to do them with, right? Without being chained down. And so if we're not paying attention to that, we are going to be in trouble. So I'm going to show you, okay, the one document that you need to gain your freedom. Now, I actually have a copy of this document, which I will give you at the end of this episode. I'll tell you where to get it for free. And that is my gift to you. Let's talk about wholesaling for a second. So a lot of people will read a great book, like let's say Rich Dad, Poor Dad, or Multiple Streams of Income by Robert Allen, or they'll learn, you know, have this term, you know, and they're here about passive income. And what they're really looking for is to be able to make money in their sleep, right? To find a way to make money without having to work all the time. And wholesaling in general, it's nature, it's very transactional, where you will go out there and you will market and you'll meet with motivated sellers and you know, you're generating leads and you get the contract and you sell it. And that is awesome because these transactions tend to be very big if you listen to this podcast, right? You're, you're going to 20, 30, 40, 50, $100,000 per pop. Now, I know those are some big numbers, Maybe you're just starting to listen to this podcast, but there still is a transactional nature to it, right? You have to reinvest some of that money back into marketing. You have to answer the phone or hire someone to answer the phone. You have to meet with a seller or hire someone to go meet with sellers. And then you got to do all the paperwork, right? Either yourself or hire someone to do that. And so this part of the business, it's over and over and over and over again. And in some ways, right, that's every business, even if it's a recurring revenue stream, you do have to show up. But more so, let's say in wholesaling, And so I have managed to get off that transaction train. And some of my top clients have managed to get off of that transaction train. I'm going to talk about the tool that they've used to get there. Now, I don't care if you are a solopreneur and you're doing deals yourself. By the way, if you are a solopreneur and you are doing deals yourself, you are especially susceptible to the transactional train, right? I mean, you are answering the phone, you're cold calling, you're talking to sellers, you're following up, you're looking at the comparables, you're 
meeting with the seller. Maybe you're meeting the seller multiple times. You're getting the contract signed. You're calling escrow. You're preparing an email or a text to send out to your, your cash buyers. You're meeting them at the property for the inspection. You're negotiating that. You're filling out the paperwork with your buyer. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Hey, but guess what? There's a big paycheck at the end of that rainbow. But you get that check and then you have to do it all over again right? The transactional treadmill. Now, some of you may have teams listening to this and that's awesome, right? And you may have other people doing this for you, which I've managed to do over the years in which I teach on this podcast, but still you are on the transactional trend. You do that deal once with that seller and it's over. My goal for you is for you not to have to work if you don't want to. Okay, that's the key. Now, some of you might be like, hey, Todd, I love doing deals. Hey, that's great, by the way. I love doing deals too. It juices me. Who doesn't like a big fat $50,000 check in their bank account, right? I Well, I, I prefer a wire. And by the way, every time you drive to the title company to pick up a check, it is sucking a little bit of your soul. <laughs> so make sure you get those wires instead of a check. But you know, you have to have that understanding because there may be a day that you don't want to have to do deals anymore. And most people really don't understand how to get there. They're like, okay, well, if I just make enough money or if I just do a certain amount of deals, maybe I can buy some rental properties uh, or maybe I can you know, save enough money so that I don't have to, to work anymore. And what I see is that there is an epidemic of wholesalers who don't have a pot to piss in, right? They're on this deal-to-deal cycle. And at the end of the day, they have hardly any money in the bank. They have more debt than they have actual money in the bank. And really, they're poor. I mean, a lot of people would be better off having a job. Now, my private clients, I have many private clients who have net worths in the multiple millions. They own apartment buildings. They own portfolios of single-family homes. They own notes. They own self-storage facilities. They own uh, mobile home parks. And my goal for you is to be like them. Right. And so I started this journey a few years ago with this document. I'm going to get to here in a second. But the people who took this seriously, I started to see them take a quantum leap over a period of a year. Okay. And what is that difference? Well, that difference is a personal financial statement. Okay. What is a personal financial statement? It's simple, it's a one page document. Okay, well, if you're really, 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 really rich, it, it, it may be bigger. <laughs> but a personal financial statement should be one page, and it has a list of all of your assets. This means your cash, your stocks, your car, your jewelry, your other items that you maybe notes that you hold, okay, against uh, property. And then it has your liabilities, right? How much do you owe on that car? How much do you owe on your real estate? right? How much do you owe in credit card debt? Oh, man. And a lot of people get killed there. And so most people, number one, don't think they're like, okay, when I get rich or when I have more money, I will do this. And I can tell you that actually it goes, it's the opposite way, okay? Is that uh, one of my favorite business mentors, I've talked about him, he wrote a book called The Road Less Stupid. And he talks about there about the scoreboard or your dials that you have on your airplane right? And you wouldn't fly an airplane without dials, right? Without your navigation, with your altitude, with, uh, you know, your tilt or whatever they call that in um, aviation. And so if you're flying blind, right, you're not going to know which way to go. But I find that most people also 
they don't want to look and or create a personal financial statement. Number one, maybe they might not know how to do it or where to start, but they also don't want to be faced with the truth, right? They don't want that answer. They don't want to say, hey, man, I've been doing this for a year and I still have 50 grand in credit card debt and I got $25,000 in the bank and I'm living deal to deal to deal to deal. Uh, yuck. I feel sick to my stomach. Now you can change this. Okay. You can change this this year right now. And I'm going to make it really, really simple for you. This for you. And by the way, do not dismiss this because of its simplicity. All right. What do you want? Something that's difficult? <laughs> this is so, this is going to make your life so much better. A personal financial statement is basically a measurement of your net worth. Okay. How much you're worth. And so my goal for you is to do this on a weekly basis. You want to go there and it's going to take you the first time, probably going to take you about uh, an hour to max, by the way, to fill this out the first time. Okay. Most of you have no assets. And so it'll take you like 15 minutes. If you have some assets, it'll take you a little bit longer. And by the way, I don't care where you are. If you've got somebody who's worth a few hundred grand right now and you know, you're worth 20, okay, you are going to start leapfrogging that guy who's only worth a few hundred grand because you're doing what I'm telling you to do. I want you to fill out that personal financial statement. And at the bottom, at the bottom, after you do your assets and your liabilities and everything you have, where you stand, right? How high your plane is, if it's straight or you're tilted, right? Or you're, you might be crashing to the ground, right? You're, you might be crashing and burning, right? You got to learn how to pull up that plane, right? Obviously, a lot of you are listening on podcasts right now, but if you're watching on YouTube, right? You got to, if you're crashing and burning, you got to pull up that I don't know, I think they call it the yoke uh, in, in aviation, but whatever that is, that steering wheel, pull it back. Uh, so you can get your plane back up in the air. Most of you don't know that your plane is crashing. And so you fill that out. And some of you may be pleasantly surprised about how much you're worth. And some of you may say, man, this is a lot worse than I thought. Okay, I don't care where you're at. I don't care. But now you know. Now, most people don't want to do this because they're scared of the answer. They're like, I don't want to look, la, 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 and they're covering their eyes like the ostrich syndrome. But once you know this, man, you can now start taking the appropriate action. Now you're thinking, Todd, how does this document give me more freedom? I'm going to get to that here in a second, okay? Once you do that once, okay, you then need to set a routine that will set you free. Most routines, good ones, set you free, right? If you've got a beer drinking routine, on the weekends and you're hungover and your Mondays are crashed, that's a bad routine. <laughs> if on Monday you're energized and you have your personal financial statement in front of you, right? You can do it weekly, right? At the very least, do it monthly, is you now can have this in front of you. And when you are apart from your goal, right? Where you want to be, you will start to be drawn to that goal. Okay, so for example, if you, if you right now have a net worth of, let's say you're listening to this, and uh, $50,000, right? Maybe you got some school, school debt and you owe more money on your car than it's worth and you, know, you uh, racked up some credit card debt you know, in the past. Let's just say you owe $100,000 and you've got uh, $75,000 in the bank. By the way, most people think that's rich. Like, hey, I'm good. I'm doing great. I got $75,000 in the bank and I've got 100 grand. No, you have a net worth of negative $25,000 if you don't own anything else. So if you say, hey, I want a million dollar net worth. Okay, well, that's doable. But now every Monday you have this in front of you. You're gonna go through this routine. You're saying, look, I'm, I'm this far away, right? This is what I have to do. For me to get a million dollars in net worth, 
I've got to be able to put either a million dollars in the bank. I got to be able to maybe put $200,000 in the bank and buy a piece of real estate that I can improve or improve the cash flow, like a mobile home park or an apartment building or a self storage facility or an industrial building or flex space, like they say in, 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 in the commercial world. Or I got to buy, I don't know, you know, 25 single family homes. But you got to know what that number is and how you're going to get there. Because if you don't know that number and how you're going to get there, you're going to be on this treadmill just running aimlessly forever, right? And once you have a certain amount of net worth, you then, if you should so choose, turn that money into cash flow, okay? And stop working. So for example, if you've got a piece of, uh, if you've got a million dollars in equity in a piece of real estate, you should, in theory, be able to turn that into $10,000 a month in cash flow fairly easy over time, okay? That should not be very hard. But you gotta know what you want. You gotta know where you are. And then once you do that, you actually know where you are. Then you can set the plan to do that. I want you to understand where you are. And then I want you to say, this is where I wanna be at the end of 2023. And having that document in front of you, look, it may be ugly, right? But, but I'm telling you, Right, you are way better off knowing where you're at than burying your head in the sand. By the way, I don't, you know, I don't know any successful person, at least listening to this podcast, will ever be satisfied with that number. Okay, <laughs> some of you are deal junkies. Hey, and I, hey, I love that, right? But you have to make sure that if you want to stop doing deals, you can, right? And so the whole purpose of this was to build that cash flow. The number that you set of your net worth should make you uncomfortable at the end of the year, right? If you're worth twenty five thousand dollars right now, I think a great Number for the end of this year might be 250 grand, right? If if you're worth 200 grand right now, a great number by the end of this year might be a million. Now, once you get to the million mark, it actually gets easier to get to the 2 million mark and the 4 million mark and the 10 million mark, right? It gets much easier as you get higher. I can tell you zero to 100,000 in the, I think it's word of Charlie Munger. Man, it is a you know what, man. It is a stitch, okay, to get there. Uh, but once you get past that, it gets exponentially easier. Now at the end of 2023, okay, we're going to do this exercise again and again and again and again. But the key here is to make sure that you start by filling out that personal financial statement. Okay. So I'm going to review this. Number one, remember why you got into this business, right? You got in this money to make, Hey, make more money, but really for more time and more freedom to do the things that you want to do, who you want to do them with when you want to do them. Remember the transactional nature of wholesaling. This business is awesome. You can generate big, fat, juicy checks, right? You're gonna experience this, this transactional nature, though, of this business, especially if you are a solopreneur. You know, you're gonna be running around like a chicken with your head cut off. Doesn't mean that's bad, but you have to get better and improve over time. If you got a team, you're still gonna suffer from this. Remember that you wanna set up a business or a lifestyle or your finances so that if you don't wanna work, you don't have to. So you start with a personal financial statement. So you understand how much you are worth. If you're in debt and you have no net worth, you're never going to be able to break free, right? So you got to understand where you are. So go ahead and download that, nolimitsrealestateinvesting.com forward slash PFS for personal financial statement. Most people have no idea what this is. They don't do it. The wealthy do this, okay? So you have to start acting like the wealthy before you're wealthy. There's going to be a lot of internal resistance doing this because a lot of people like to bury their head in the sand and they don't want to deal with the truth. And if that's you, hey, 
I'm not going to force you to pull your head out of the sand. <laughs> I've got a lot of very rich, very wealthy, very successful clients who do this religiously. Okay. Remember, you're going to list your assets and your liability. And the, the, the statement's pretty self-explanatory. Know what you're worth. Remember that once you set a goal, right, you can set an income goal and you want cash. Let's say I, I want uh, $120,000 of cash flow a year or $250,000 of cash flow a year or a million dollars of cash flow a year, right? If you've got $10 million in equity, which is actually not that hard to create in commercial real estate, right? Over a number, a couple of years, right? Hey, you're going to have a million dollars in cash flow if you run this business, right? So remember that, all right? Set your goals, get your personal financial statement up and running. Review it every Monday. If you don't want to do it every Monday, you can do it once a month. And, you know, God forbid you let it go from quarter to quarter. Okay. Just take a look at it because it will remind you, right? It's not going to change at all week to week, or at least on any kind of real level, right? Until all of a sudden you see a big jump, but it's going to remind you, it's going to keep you centered on why you are involved in this business, right? That's the routine. Every Monday, do not let too much time go by. All right. Remember, you can download that no limits real estate investing.com forward slash PFS for personal financial statement. And I will talk to you on the next episode. Hopefully, you'll have this thing filled out by then. Talk to you soon. Bye. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.